Hi, and welcome to another episode of Mums Figuring It Out. And I'm Roxanne St. Clair, and I'm here with my partner in awesomeness, Miss Jo Alexis. Thank you, Roxanne, and welcome everybody to another episode. I'm Jo Alexis, your other host, the co-host of Mums Figuring It Out. Um, And we have another conversation between Roxanne and myself this week. Um, Roxanne, would you like to introduce the topic? Thanks, Joe. Well, it's funny because we've decided that we wanted to discuss what um, living up to expectations can actually do to a person. And we are coming, well, we were coming predominantly from a mum's experience because we know as mums, there are so many expectations that we feel that we have to live up to. And we just wanted to chat about it, really, and see where the conversation goes. So, Joe, you, can you tell me, what are some of the um, expectations you know that, you know, even mums that you've spoken to seem to feel that they need to live up to? Oh, good question. Good question. Um, I feel that there is a lot of expectation, <laughs> for one. Um, I feel that... Um, there's expectations around being a mum in the first place and how how that presents itself to the world. I feel that there's kind of an expectation of, you know, a, a mum should look a certain way, um, her home should look a certain way. Kind of there's all these expectations around how you should look and how, um, yeah, it's very visual sort of, and now I'm talking about it, it's kind of a very, very visual experience. That everything should kind of look perfect whatever perfect means, because I don't think there is any such thing as perfection. Um, so, yeah, I feel like there's kind of this expectation that you that um, everything is just going to run smoothly and tickety-boo and everyone's happy and, you know, you live in this home with, what is it, white picket fence and all those kinds of expectations. And I think the reality of life isn't that, um, you know, you're going to feel ill sometimes and you're not going to feel 100% but you still have the home and the children to take care of um you know you're still going to have shopping to do you still got to go out you may have to go out to work like there can be so many there's so many facets to being a mum and um that yeah that I just think you can just kind of get lost in there and I think that's where mums start to lose their identity when they've kind of got all these different things going on um but yeah, before I say any more, I think, Roxanne, what, what's, your, what's your take on uh, the expectations of mums? Um, okay, I will, part of it I'll go from my own experience in terms of the fact that a lot of the stuff that I had to do with my young family, I had to do alone because I didn't have the my extended family around me. So I didn't have a strong support network. So it was predominantly myself and my husband and more me even though he feels he did loads. And (laughs) as you mentioned, it was, you know, you have to have, the children have to look as though they've been taken care of. They've got to be well fed. You know, you you become all these different things because you become the, you know, the tutor at home. You, you've got to then be so organized sometimes. So, and I was working. So when I had my eldest, I went back or I was asked to come back to work early. So I went back when he was what, five months old. And So I had to be organized in terms of being able to leave the house early in the morning, get him off to the childminder who thankfully lived in the road next to ours. 
get to work on time. And but all the stuff I had to do in prep before leaving out and making sure he was still having to make sure that he was okay because I'm a mum, so he's my responsibility. And then there was a thing in terms of, you know, schooling. What school does my child go to? And when they're taking him to school, making sure that everything's done right, that, you know, I wasn't getting stories back, reports back about my child. And so there's all these these things that I suppose we don't consciously think about, it, but in the subconscious, there are all these little tick boxes there that we're waiting to make sure that we're ticking them to say, yes, we're doing it right. As you mentioned before, we look right. Our children look right. They're well fed and they're not causing any problems. We're not being, you know, we're not causing problems. We are the sensible ones now. And come on, let's face it. When you become a new parent, you don't know everything. So how can you be the sensible one? <laughs> that's, that's the irony of it. We're, you know, suddenly we have to know everything. How? Mm. We're just figuring it out. Hence, yeah. mum's talking about, right? <laughs> but that is so true. Like, that's such a valid point. We are expected it. It's like, okay, you're a mum now. You should know everything that you need to do. And it's not the case, is it? it you, you do have to figure things out as you go along the way. Um, but yeah, and like we said about the, you know, having a support network and some people are fortunate to have that and some people don't. And, you know, all our lives are so different, yet the expectation is the same. And I think that's what's not always taken into consideration. So, you know, there's all this, you know, like the different expectations we've just talked about, but we've all got different experiences and we've all got different lives. So, you know, there isn't one sort of um, hard and fast rule that you can follow because our experiences are are so different. Um, yeah, no, and I fully agree with that. And. We don't. We don't always know what's going on in somebody else's life. You know, we could. We make. We always. You know, we're a human. We make assumptions, but we do not know what goes on behind those closed doors when somebody is at home on their own, trying to just get through the day. Yet, there's still. You know, people come. Oh, you haven't done this right. Oh, what have you given them to eat? Oh, why are they eat? Oh, that was one I used to get. If dinner wasn't done by a certain time. <laughs> oh, why are they eating at that time? You know, forget the sort of 10,000 things I've had to get done during the day. You know, they're not going to die. They're not starving. But yet they haven't eaten by five o'clock. They're eating at 5.30. Oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. And you know what else came up as you as you're talking about that? Um, when you're talking about all the different things, like, you know, you just think about a day in the life of a mum and all the different things, like you're talking about all the things you've got to do, you've got to prepare to be able to go to work. You're like, that's a whole, that's a whole thing in itself. But the organisation skills of a mother are phenomenal when you actually think about it. Like all that preparation before you go to work, then you've got to go to work and do whatever you do there. And then you've got to come back and pick up the child and then you've got to go home and maybe sort out dinner and get child ready for bed and read them a story, etc. You know, like hats off to mums. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. A phenomenal job. Um, and I suppose the flip side of that is because we do all of those things, we then don't have any time for ourselves. Mm. And, and that's where, you know, kind of the stress and the burnout and those kinds of things happen. Um, and it's about having that time for yourself, which, you know, we've just described a day, like it's, it's a lot. And it's, you know, helping mums to also find that, that time for a 
a little bit of woosa, a little bit of bit of zen um, in their day as well. But because we do all those different things, like we play lots of these different roles, don't we? Even in one day, um, it can be easy for us to lose our identity as well. And then we, we kind of start to forget ourselves because we're mum, we're partner, we're employee, we're all these different roles throughout the day. And then it's like, where's where's me? Where's where's this person? You know, insert your name here. Um, where, you know, where am I in, in this whole mix? And it, it can, it can, you know, it can lead to that. Yeah. And when you said that, you took me back. That was me, however many years ago, which is what caused me to realize that something had to change in the it was like peeling back the onion skin because all these labels that I had somebody's wife somebody's mother you know and you can just go on and on and on and how many women have that so they're living to all these different labels yet haven't really claimed their authentic self and we do hear, you hear the term authentic thrown around and that for a reason because until you as a person find who you really are, you, you can't always step out powerfully and therefore face the world differently and be seen differently because you're, you've spent all this time trying to fit into whatever label you've, you've got attached to at the time. And as you said, sometimes it's about four or five different labels. So you're trying to be all these different things and yet, you're still not being who you really are and therefore you feel lost. So no matter how good a job you're doing at any of the things you do, you still don't feel complete. And this is probably why we find a lot of women that get to like say 40, for example, and suddenly decide like me, I want to focus on being the woman I'm meant to be. Mm. And we go through that whole journey then of self-discovery, self-realization, just to come back to who we are. Mm. that is so true and now we know why they say life begins at 40 <laughs> because it is interesting isn't it that it's women in their four and that you know again speaking from my own experience but it is you know past women past the 40 sort of year age mark who kind of seem to start having this kind of realization i put myself again in this bracket i wasn't 40 i was over 40 <laughs> i was a late starter um <laughs> But, you know, of kind of like, okay, so who am I? What am I doing with my life? Like, I mean, I always thought, you know, I always believe that each and every one of us is here for a reason and a purpose. And I think that authenticity we're talking about is about finding out what that is for each and every one of us. But yeah, I think, I, you know, I was in my 40s before that kind of sort of dawned on me and it was like, okay, so I am here for a reason. Um, and I, I just I just kind of really want to figure out what that was like I'm I'm here to serve I'm here to to help people um in what capacity am I here to do that and why and as you said that begins and it's a journey it is a journey I'm, you know I'm still going through it I haven't been like you know haven't reached the top of the mountain where I'm like yeah solved it um but it is a journey and um I think it's an exciting journey personally um but it it really does um start changing your your whole world changes because you you know how you perceive the world changes and therefore sort of the dynamics and your circumstances you then realize like you said you then start to understand that you have power you have power to create and to create your environment and to create um certain things around you certain things in life are going to happen you know 
we're always going to have things happen in our life that aren't pleasant and that we don't really want to happen but there is an element that you know of life that we can control you know there's things within our control and it's it's what we do in those moments but yeah I do feel it's a it's a it's a time in in the in a woman's life in particular when we, you know we get to this stage and it's we just start questioning things more um yeah like you said and like you said you've had you've had that experience as well so I suppose for mums that are listening who haven't quite hit 40 yet do they start now or do they wait till they're 40 and I would say there's no, it's never too early to tap into what really matters to you and what's important to you because when you know that and you understand that then your life takes on a different it takes on a different image and again your family and your in particular your children because we're mums your children feel the difference that comes from a mum who's happy within herself and understands her own value because you know you're their world regardless of whatever you're doing and what you may think that you're not doing to that child you are their world so when you are taking care of yourself and understanding who you are and what really matters to you and that shows up in your life then your children do actually um, feed off of that and they can flourish as well because it's like um marion williams said it's when you give yourself permission to shine your light you're then giving them permission to shine their light. And maybe you feel less need to direct them and pressure them into being these, you know, these children that fit into this box because you're thinking about what other people are going to say. Because you realise that you have to allow them to be who they're meant to be as well. So it's, it's a win-win. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. And no, you're, I think you're spot on because I think we've spoken about this in a previous episode, haven't we? That, you know, you... you you know as your children go you have to allow them to find their own path and, and and their own journey and it's about helping them to develop their gifts and their talents um and as you said as a, as a, as mums we are role models so you know when we like you said when we start giving ourselves permission that they'll see that they'll see that they will see that there's a difference in mum in how she's you know her behavior how she's responding to things and you know they pick up they pick up a lot on our um sort of on social clues and things like that don't they i always think you know nagging doesn't work (laughs) but it's about if you can actually demonstrate you know what it is that you want to say to them if you're demonstrating it themselves they they really do pick up on that a lot so absolutely i think they you know, I always like to think of, you know, us mums, we have this ripple effect where we start making changes within ourselves, which ex- impacts us externally. And like you said, people are then, you know, you'll be smiling, you're happier, and then people are sort of, and more people are drawn to you, um, you know, because everyone wants to know, well, what, what are you so happy about? Like, what's what's going on with you? And how, you know, and then you can share those things, like you can share that, that journey that you're having. But, you know, it that goes beyond your home as well you know if you're working in a family if you're doing you know part of a community organization like it just has that ripple effect and I just love that idea of you know just by touching one person that that can have a knock-on effect on so many other people throughout the day if each one of us kind of carries that that with us so I always like that kind of visual of the ripple effect oh so mums you heard it here 
whatever you do, you create a ripple effect. So if you're having one of those off days and you express it, you're creating a ripple effect. If you're having a great day and you're feeling good about yourself, you're having a ripple effect. So you should have a choice, mums. What effect do you want to create? And I think on that note, we are going to invite you to do share your comments with us or any views that you may have. You can send us an email at mumsfiguringitout at gmail.com. Or if you're on a platform where you can leave a review, do leave us a review because we'd love to hear what you think, how you feel. And you can even share with us what conversations would you like us to have so that you can be part of that conversation also. So from me, I'm going to thank you for tuning into this episode. Do share it and let your friends and family know about it. And I look forward to connecting with you again on another episode. So it's bye for now. Yes, thanks for tuning in, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>